SoundCloud listeners. And we're going to give you a few minutes before we go into the Word of God to get your Bibles, pens, pads, iPads, or phones with the Bible on it. Amen? And I want you to prepare your hearts and minds because we are going to do uh, our declaration for 2023, and then we're going to do the uh, Blessed Believers Declaration. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we'll give you just a few minutes to get situated. Amen, 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 amen. Yeah, we got to keep the word in our atmosphere. Amen. Got to keep it going. Amen. You'll see. Today, hopefully, we'll hit on some topics that will help us to understand why we got to do this. Thank you. Amen. All right. All right. Amen. At this time, we're going to ask you to please stand. Amen. We give you a minute. Amen. 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 It's okay. It's okay. Amen. Come on in. Come on in. It's the house of the Lord. Amen. It's okay. It's okay. Come on in. Amen. It's raining outside, but not inside. Amen. 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 Come on in. Come on in. Come on in and get situated. Amen. Amen. We're still going to get out on time. Amen. 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 Repeat after me. 2023. 2023. The year of living. In the completed work. Of Jesus Christ. His redemption. And salvation. Completed. The power of darkness, power of darkness and, the and the devil defeated. defeated. The, Lord power the Lord Jesus Christ power to supply all of my needs, of my needs established. established. In, 2023, In 2023, it's completed, it's completed defeated, defeated, and established, and established. In, my life, in my life, in my home, in my, home, in my, church, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. 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 We're going to get ready to do the declaration of the blessed believer. Because I believe we're blessed this morning. Amen. 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 Just repeat after me. I am God's workmanship. I am God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. For good works. I am a partaker partaker of God's God's divine nature. nature. I have been given a spirit spirit of power, power, love, love, and and self-discipline. I have the mind of Christ. I I am a new creature in Christ. I am am redeemed from the curse of the law law and death and and sin. sin. I am blessed. I am smart, I am am intelligent, I am am creative, I am am blessed, I am am established, established, anointed, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. Christ. I am established, established, 
to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've been talking about the weapons of the Lord's kings and priests. That's what we've been talking about. And so this morning, we are going to talk about the divine armor of God. So if we're going to label SoundCloud, or if you're keeping a journal, we're going to be talking about the divine armor of God. We've been talking about the completed work of Jesus Christ, the work that he finished on the cross. And as you know, we're in what is called the holy days, 40 days leading up to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so during this time, we need to be reflecting back on what the Lord has done for us at the cross. And honestly, what he has done, it is completed, it is defeated, it is established. And it should be understood in our minds that this establishment, this completeness, this defeat that he did uh, over the enemies, it's in our lives, our homes, our church, our children's lives, and it should be an amen. Amen? So we need to understand that we are not trying to finish the work of Christ. That's, that's not what we're trying to do. Every declaration, every prayer that we do, every declaration that we do, Every fast that we go on, uh, every time we read our Bibles, every time we're consistent in having a special time set aside to read our Bibles and seek the Lord, we're not trying to finish the work of Christ, but instead we're, we're maintaining. That's what this is all about. We come to, to the house of the Lord, we pray, we seek the Lord, we fast, we live uh, like Christians to maintain the position that Christ has given. That's, we need to understand that. Let me say this. When we fast, we're not trying to make God do anything. And I think that's a problem. Many people fast because they say, oh, if I fast, if I live right, uh, if, if, if I do all of these things, then this will make God do this for me. No, it will not. God has already done. Mm -mm. Uh-oh. Yeah, we got to come up. He's already done what he's going to do. He needs us to supply the faith to receive it. So everything that we do is to maintain that finished work. You need to understand that. So when you live like a devil, you're going to sin. Uh, you're not going to pray. You're not going to have a time to read your word. You're not going to make time every now and then to fast. You're not going to make time to seek the Lord. You're not going to make time to come into the house of worship to get the word that God has prepared for us. You're not going to be able to maintain what he's already done. You're not. You're going to slowly start drifting away, and then you're going to wake up one morning, and you're going to say, oh, what happened? What happened was you stopped. Say that with me. Say, we're not trying to finish the work of Christ. But instead, 
we must maintain the position he has given us through his birth, death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension. Our position is redeemed from the curse. Say it's completed, defeated, and established. So when we talk about this morning, the armor, you need to understand something. You won't be putting this armor on uh, for, for, to impress Jesus. I need you to hear me this morning. We won't be putting the armor on to impress Jesus. Let me, let me show you something. Can I show you something? Let me show you why we need declarations, why we need the blood of Jesus, or why we should, wait a minute, why we should confess the blood of Jesus, confess the name of Jesus, have the Holy Spirit operating in our lives. Let me, let me, let me read something to you. First of all, I want you to go to Romans chapter 5. For some of you, it'll be a refresher. You just need to remember. You just need to be reminded what's going on here. All right. Stop looking around. Tell my who's not here. Just be glad you're here. Romans chapter 5, all right, and I want you to please look at verse 12, and I want you to look at it real good, so if you've got that iPad, you got that phone, you need to pull this up, amen, and it reads, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned, do you see that? So you have to understand something. When sin entered the earth through our, uh, the first parents, Adam and Eve, sin brought in death, the curse, poverty. Do you know that sin even changed the animal kingdom? It made the animals more vicious. Do you know before sin came in, the animals, lions could, just like Isaiah says it's going to happen when Jesus returns, the lion could lay down with the lamb. Adam and Eve, listen at this, Adam and Eve were in the garden, but they were in the garden with serpents, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> you knew I was going there, did <laughs> Just a little something. Oh, yeah. All of this go to the zoo and the animals are locked up and you have to stand afar. You didn't have to do that. But when sin came in the earth, sin brought in all of the destruction that we see in the world today. Okay. And when we wake up in the morning, it'll still be there. And when we wake up in the morning, the next day, it'll still be there. Because until the Prince of Peace comes, it's going to be here. But Jesus told us, he says, I will not leave you as orphanage. I will not leave you in this fallen world by yourself. I'm going to give you my name. I'm going to leave my blood. I'm going to leave my spirit. 
Hello, I'm going to leave you houses of worship that you can go into and be fed. I'm going to give you pastors after my heart. But guess what? You have to decide to take all that. Nobody's going to make you. All right now. Somebody say, we living in the world. Saying the world has a system. So we live in the world. And the world has a system. Say, death came in through sin. Say, all the calamities that we see in the world, all the hatred, all the anger, all, all of the thieving and the killing. Uh-huh. Say, it came in when sin came in. See, some of us thought, well, some people say, well, how, how come Jesus allows this Jesus didn't allow it Jesus didn't even bring it in the devil brought it in and when he brought it in glory to God Jesus immediately had the solution for his creation and it's up to us as the creation to accept the solution the problem is people think they're having fun in sin. But if you wake up one morning with HIV or you wake up one morning with AIDS, uh-oh, uh-huh, or you wake up one morning with an uncurable disease or you wake up one morning, then, oh, where's Jesus? Oh, Lord. But when Jesus healed people in the Bible, he told them go and sin no more. Because sin is your enemy. Some of us have been attacked in our bodies. Uh, come on. Because we were born into sin. I'm finna show you. Some of us were born into this sinful world. And therefore, sickness came upon us, but God has given us a remedy. He's given us a solution, and it's up to us to take the solution. Amen. But instead of people running to the house of God for the word, they run from the house of God because they say they're having fun. Sin is such great fun until something happens. Until the police bust down your door and kill somebody that was supposed to be dead. Then it's no more fun. Until you be until, until you're being hauled off down the metro and locked up for the rest of your life, then it's not fun anymore. Until you hit rock bottom and you have nothing, then it's no more fun. Keep on playing with the devil. I said, keep on playing with the devil. Then you want to run up in here. Apostle, she'll pray, she'll pray for you. She'll pray for you. The gifts work in her life. But guess what? God ain't no fool. So it don't bother me when they come in here. And then sometimes people wait till they're on their deathbed. Then they want me to pray. I've got brave now. I've started telling the baby, 
Have they been under the words of healing? Have they been taught faith? Is faith in their lives to even receive healing? You talking about, you just want me to, like Jesus is a, ma- a genie. A magician. Yeah, God is all powerful, but he ain't no fool. We want to do what we want to do, and then we want Jesus. Keep on playing. Keep on playing. You know, Elder Wallace had to remind me, you know, God says so many things through me. I don't, I, they, they go, they settle. And she had to remind me, she said, she said, Bishop, she said, don't you remember when the Lord told you that COVID was going to start going over into the gay and lesbian community? And he did, because I had a dream. And just as show, it happened. And they was lined up around the block trying to get that shot. They don't want to come out of sin. All they want is give me the remedy so I can keep doing so I can keep doing what I'm doing. Better, you better stop your foolishness. Because God ain't dead and he not sleep. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding all good and evil. And I'm going to say this too. The devil ain't sleep either. I'm going to live right. Now that I know better. When I was in sin, I didn't know no better. Come on, come on. But now that I know better. No, I'm not going to turn around and get back in sin and play with the Lord and play with the devil. One foot in the church, one foot in the world. Baby, you better come out the world. Sir, ma'am, you better come out the world. Because everything going down but the word of God. Let me finish this. Let me read this. Romans 5. I'm going to read it again. Romans. Yeah, I came ready to preach. And I found out the word does not age. I don't care how long you've been saved. I didn't heard that. And you're still sinning. And you're still in sin. So I'm going to preach what God tell me to preach. Noah preached it for 120 years and only eight souls got saved. Everybody else died in the flood because they didn't want to hear it's going to rain. They died in their fornicating. They died in their adultery. They died in their gay and lesbian affairs. Uh Uh-huh. When the flood came, they died on drugs. Uh Uh-oh. They died in their thieving, conniving, and lying. Oh, they lied. They died. And the Bible said in hell, uh uh-oh, oh, it's in there. In hell, they lifted up their eyes. Hell is real. Come on, come on, come on, Anna. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes, Lord. 
It's time. It's time now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. Romans 5 and 12. I'm, I'm finna move on with it. It says, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in for until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed where there is no law. Meaning, there was sin in the world, but people didn't even know what sin was in the early days. So that's how come God came up with the law of Moses so that they would know what sin was, what unrighteousness was, and what God didn't like. See, that's why they don't want the Ten Commandments uh, anywhere. Because it's a reminder of what we do wrong, but we need to be reminded of what's right and what's wrong. Yes, Lord. Look what it says. Nevertheless, in the 14th verse, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even women, here it is, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Did you see that? Do you understand what that means? It means you didn't even make the same mistake that Eve and Adam made, but yet when you entered the world, death was passed upon you. In that day, baby, I shook my head. I said, wow, a death sentence was passed upon us through Adam and Eve, Eve and Adam. But the Lord said, don't worry, I got the solution. But you got to take it. You got to accept it. Shine for me, shine for me. It's healing time. It's healing time. I'm finding out that healing is not always an arm growing out. I'm finding out that healing is not always you getting healed from a condition. But there's a healing that's needed of the word of God to God's people. There's a knowledge of healing that needs to go forth from the word of God to help heal us of what's really going on in the world today. Shine for me. I'm not playing with the devil. I'm not playing because, see, the devil don't play just to be playing. He play for keeps. I'm not going to play with the devil. So do you understand? Nevertheless, death has been reigning from Adam to Moses, even over you and I that have not sinned after Adam and Eve's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Adam was supposed to be the first Christ to be in the earth. He was supposed to be the first representative of Jesus Christ, a man, a woman with no sin. Uh-huh. Living in the blessing of God. But when Adam sinned, when Eve sinned, then Jesus had to come on the scene. Verse 17, same chapter. For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. How are you going to reign in this life? You better go back to the word. That's right. How are you going to reign in this life? Do you understand what reign means? It means you got the power to reign as a king and a priest. 
How you going to reign? You're going to reign by the word of God, the blood of Jesus, the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. How you going to reign? Uh-huh. The Bible says in Revelation, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and their testimony. What are you testifying? Poor woe is me. I never make it. Oh, my life is so bad. It'll never get any better. That's not the Christian's testimony. That's not the saint's testimony. That's not a successful person's testimony. No, that's not your testimony. No, 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 no. That, you know, but, but I tell you, the Lord put this together this morning. He told me, he said, you take them back over the blessed believer's declaration. My testimony and your testimony is I am God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Uh, my testimony and your testimony is I am a partaker of God's divine nature. There's been a change in my life since I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. See, that's the problem right there. That word Lord, that means absolute master. I said that means absolute master. Adonai, Yahweh, Jehovah, <laughs> Elohim, uh, uh-huh. complete in control, Lord. I'm going to do it even when I don't understand. When you say don't, I won't. I said, when you say don't, I won't. Our testimony is we have the mind of Christ. Our testimony is we are a new creature in Christ. Our testimony is we are redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. Our testimony is we are blessed. We are smart. We are intelligent. We are creative. We are blessed. You, you get what I'm saying? You got to change how you talking. I said you got to change how you talking. Because as long as you putting them words in your atmosphere, guess what? Whatsoever we sow, that's what we going to reap. Listen at this. Proverbs says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Isn't that what it says? But have we ever stopped to understand? See, we normally say the power of life and death is in the tongue. But it says life and death are in the power of the tongue. What does that mean? Power is rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. Life and death are in the rights, authority, <laughs> miracles, privileges, of the tongue. You see how I change it? So that means it's my tongue. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? It changed the whole, when God revealed it, I say, what? He said, you either speak to death or you speak to life. Now again, I'm going to say this. This is not over another human being. I felt that. You ain't going to speak nothing over another. What you got to do first for that human being is pray against those spirits. You got, to, you got to pray against the spirits that's using the human being. But here's the key. Here's your key. When those spirits leave that human being, you better hope they're ready to get under the word. Because if they don't get under the word, seven more demons coming back up in that person. You're going to have hell for real. 
Oh, I'm going to preach it to you right. Hello. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. The tongue. So the tongue has been given by God rights, privileges, authority, and miracles to either speak life or death. Put your hand on your heart. Say it's in my mouth. Say it's in my mouth. Say it's not my mama or my daddy. Not my sister or my brother. Say it's in my mouth to speak rights, privileges, authority, miracles. Uh huh. It's in my mouth. It's time, it's time, it's time. It's time for the saints to rise up. See, you can speak it for yourself because you want it. I, can, I might can't speak it for somebody else, but I can speak it for me. And that's why Jesus, everybody, have you noticed in the Bible, Old New Testament, everybody that came to Jesus, everybody that came. See, when you come in here, you on God's territory. Everybody that wanted something, they had to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. What the song said, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Just now. Just now. He will heal you. He will heal you. Just now. <laughs> yeah. What he gonna heal me of, preacher? What he gonna heal me of? Your sin sick man. Your sin sick man. That's the healing. That's the healing. The healers of our sin sick mind. Sin is an enemy. Sin is an enemy, and all unrighteousness is sin. Oh, we preaching right. I said we came to preach right. You got to change your thinking. You got to change your mind. Romans 5 and 12 said, Wherefore, as by one person, sin came into this world, and death came by sin. How did sin get in the world? Because even Adam sinned. And when death came in, when sin came in, death came in. When death came in, poverty came in. When poverty came in, a lack of joy came in. Hatred came in. Murdering came in. Come on. Amen. Folk doing ungodly stuff came in. But God gave the people or those that want to believe in him a solution. What's the solution? Salvation. Salvation. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's your solution. Didn't say it wouldn't come to the Christian or believer. It just doesn't do us like it do the world. Didn't say it wouldn't come. See, that's why I keep telling you it's better in here than it is out there. We need Jesus. We need the word. And we need the word of God consistently. Because the word of God is like water. That's what the word says. It washes us. It cleanses us. He said, change your mind. Change your mind. Change your mind. You need a mind change. And now I, look, I'll be the first to say it. Lord, since you don't want to say it, I need a mind change. 
Apostle Angelita Carmichael need a mind change. He said, turn, turn. Turn. Change your mind. Change your mind. Uh-huh. Yep. I might not feel well, but I guarantee you behind it won't be no untimely death. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. I guarantee you, I might not have all the money I want, but I guarantee you the meal bear is never going to run dry. I might not be living on the beach like I want to. That's what I really want. See, I want to live on the beach, and I want to drive in here and preach. But God ain't loose me yet. He ain't loose me yet. That's all right. I got the beach over there where I live at. What I'm trying to tell you is this. It doesn't stop us from feeling the wind blowing. The wind just don't knock us down. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that I heard the call. And it's a holy call. So you don't hear that no more in church. It's a holy call. Be ye holy, said the Lord, because I am holy. Holy means separated from the world. See? 14 verse, I'm going to read it again. Yeah, I'm sure am. I sure am because the Holy Ghost said so. Romans 5, 14. Nevertheless, when sin came, death came in. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over us that had not sinned after the sin of Adam's transgression. Death reigned. Death is over us. But when we got in Christ, guess what? Now we can reign over death. Oh, yes, you can. I'm not saying you're not going to die. I'm just saying it, doesn't have, it does not have to be an untimely death. I'm not saying you'll never get another cough, another cold. I'm just saying it ain't going to do you like it do the world. Because you're in Christ. You're in Jesus. My time has come. My time has come. Hey, hey, hey. It's in the name of Jesus. I say it's in the name of Jesus. Say I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Say I'm of another kingdom. It is the kingdom of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Say in the world, there is a system. And that's the system that I stand against. Can I read it to you? So the world, you have the world which is the planets, the dirt, the sky, the moon. But then the world has a system. And this system is called the organized. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Satan is organized. Half of us get up in the morning. We don't know where the shoe at. We don't know where the socks at. We done threw a pan over across the, the kitchen somewhere. Or unorganized people. Church, you better get organized. You better get your natural life in order in Christ and you better get your spiritual life in order by getting in the word amen, amen. it is the organized satanic system 
This is what's in the world that is opposed to God and hostile to Jesus and all his followers. Listen good. The non-Christian culture, including governments, education, educational systems, and businesses. Now, what does that mean? That means God needs some folk in the government, in the educational system, and in business and running business who are Christians. Who are Christians? Uh, 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 Minister Maurice and his wife, Dr. Carrie Hancock, had come to me, and they were saying that uh, the Lord has blessed them, I won't say it all, but to proceed on. And I got so over-emotional because I'm thinking to myself, in my mind, all I could see was, Lord, thank you, another Christian business. Another business operated by Christians. Which is what we're supposed to be doing. We're either to be working on a job as a Christian, Christ-like, or we are to own our own business as a Christian, Christ-like. Because we are the light and we are the salt. Oh, you're going to give God some praise right there. No, no, I'm not saying that everybody in, in, in Christ's kingdom is going to own a business. But those that are, are privileged enough to go on and do that, praise the Lord. And those of you who are on these jobs, so when I come to get my breakfast or I go to the doctor, we got some Christians looking at us. We get some Christian information given to us. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm needed in this world. Say, the Lord made me light and salt and I'm a king and a priest in this earth. That's in Revelation. Oh, I'm going to preach it right. I came ready. I, came, I asked the Lord, I said, please let the rain hold up. Let us get in the church. Let us get out so we're not going to play with the Lord. Amen. So since you understand that we're in this world and it has a system and this system is an organized satanic system that is opposed to God and hostile to Jesus and his followers. It is the non-Christian culture, including government, educational systems and business systems. Go to Revelation chapter one. You better stand up and start ruling and reigning. I said, you better get up from there. You better start decreeing and declaring. You better take the, see, this is why we give you the declarations. This is why God give us the declarations. It's not to be uh, somewhat something. It's because God say, this is what I want them to say during 2023. Along with all the other declarations that you have been given. Because why? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Say it's in my mouth. Say, I can either stay down or I can get up. So I can either stay depressed or I can speak my way out. And I can prove it because the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the word of the Lord while the enemies were chasing him down, while he was going through, while Saul was trying to kill him. Come on here. The Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. 
And we're going to have to do the same thing. We've got to encourage ourselves in the Lord, in the word of the Lord, in the word of the Lord. Do we know any word? Do we listen to the word? Do we study the word? Are we here on Sunday morning for the word? He coming in. He said, I'm coming in, Anna. Yes, Lord. Revelation chapter 1. Yeah, Yeah, I'm for everybody. I say I'm for everybody. Hello? I'm for the professional. Hello? I'm for the blue collar. Come on here. I'm for everybody. You know why? Because this word is for everybody. Don't be sticking your pinky up and turning your nose up at me. I can run with the best of you. Hello? I can run with the blue collar, and I can run with those that, you know, are high and mighty. Uh-huh. Don't, don't be sticking up your nose at me. Why you got to preach like that? Because I'm excited. Jeremiah says, like, fire, shut up in my bone. Every now and then I got to let it out. So it won't burn me up. Hey, 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 Revelation 1 and 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our what? Wait a minute now. Look what it says. He washed us from our what? We just read in Romans that how did death come in? By sin. How did poverty get in? Sin. How did murder get in? Sin. How did lying get in? How did wars and rumors of wars get in? Nation against nation. Earthquake and pestilence. And I wish somebody would write and tell Washington to send me a ticket. They're up there arguing over where did the COVID virus come from? Have y'all been seeing? I just sit there and laugh. I said, God, you told me to tell the congregation where it came from. I wish y'all, y'all write Washington and say, our pastor knows where the COVID came from. Yeah, he told me. He showed me. He took me to the, to the lab. And they just dancing all around it. We think it came out of a lab. We, baby, it came out of a lab. That's what the Lord say. So let me, while you watch CNN, just know that Prophetess Angelita Carmichael told you, the Lord said, the Lord said that COVID came out of the Wuhan Lab. They gone crazy. I mean, they just, they want to have it in court. Where did it come from? Where? I wish they'd send me a ticket to what? Tell them, Shay, you can get in touch with them. You'll tell them for me. <laughs> Ilsa, you work for the government. Tell them I can come and tell them where it came from, y'all. <laughs> tell them where it came from. Isn't that amazing? You knew back in 20, at the end of 2019 where it came from. Now in 2023, 19, 20, 21, 22, here it is three and a half years later, they're having a big argument. Well, buy me a ticket so I can go to Washington. That'll be one day I get on the plane. <laughs> I'll be on my way, baby. Oh, my Lord. And don't y'all think it was strange? 
I know y'all know this was strange. The cartels are going to snatch up these Americans, murder two. No, no, that ain't what really got me. That ain't what really got me. And then after it's all said and done, they're going to write an apology letter. Somebody crazy. Somebody is a liar. That's right, Elder. It's funny. You know ain't no cartel going to write no apology letter unless, unless they working with somebody in America and they told them, bag up, hold up. You scratching my back, I'm scratching your back. You better send an apology letter. Like the American people are stupid. Like the American people are stupid. Elijah, coming in. Elijah, I found out what it meant. Elijah means Jehovah is my God. That's what it means. Jehovah is my God. Like we stupid. I said a pot. That didn't even sound. That sound like some first grade stuff. I'm going I'm to blow up your building and then I'm going to write you an apology. I'm so sorry. Y'all better wake up, America. Y'all better wake up. Revelation 1 and 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead. Listen at this. And the prince of the kings of the earth. Say, I'm a king. So that means Jesus Christ has set me up on a job. So I got an occupation in the earth. So to be a priest means I'm full time in ministry. That's where I get my salary from. So but to be a king means I have a job. Even if I'm a retiree, I'm a king because I'm supposed to be. Declaring the word of God over where I live. See, I'm supposed to be ruling there, not against my wife, not against my husband, but against demonic forces. Shine for me, shine for me. So Jesus Christ is our prince. He's the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our enemy, from our sins in his own blood and had made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. 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 Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Here we go. Thank you, Father. See, we had to give you an outline. Why do we have to do all these declarations? Why does God give us declarations, Pastor? Why, Why do we need to be decreeing and declaring? Why do we need to read the word? Why do we need to seek the Lord? Why do we need to be saved? Why, why, why? Because we're living in the world, and the world has a system, a satanic system. Uh huh. And because sin is in the world. Hello? And sin brought in all misery. All the misery that's in the world came through sin. Go to Ephesians chapter 6. 
Thank you, Jesus. And yes, if I was invited to have tea with the queen, I would know. I mean, I'm sorry, the king. I would know how to act. Because I'm still going to be speaking in tongues. They just won't know it. <laughs> My sister said, oh, Lord, help us all. Oh, yes, I would be. I've gone in places where you could hear a pin drop. I was in. Nobody knew. Everybody just. What did Jesus say? I'm going to send you out among wolves. Didn't he say? Be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. You got to know. See, in here, and I heard, you know, I hear you. Well, you know, you're not supposed to be speaking in tongues out over the congregation unless you know what you're saying. I do know what I'm saying. Sometimes you hear what I'm saying. But then I go right back to preaching the word in a known language that you can understand. I am not about to quench the spirit of God. The devil is a lie. I'm not going to do it. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. Uh-uh. The Bible says quench not the spirit of God whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption. Quenching the spirit means disobedience and also basically I'm going to hold you down. I'm not going to dance in the spirit. I'm not going to clap my hands. I'm not going to speak in tongues. I'm just going to. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you got the wrong one. <laughs> you got the wrong one. But I know how to act when you take me somewhere now. I won't embarrass you. But see, when you hold it in, then you start glowing. I've had so many people tell me, my God, you, what kind of cream you using? I, I start the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's the truth. What, what you, whoa, what kind of regiment you got? Uh, the Holy Spirit. Mm, I'll die for all that. It's the Holy Ghost. They used to sing a song. He's working on the inside, working to the outside. And that's what he does. That's what he does. But you got to let him. You got to let you. Basically what I'm saying, you cannot be ashamed of Christ. Amen. I'm going to really make y'all laugh. I had, to go, I had to go take care of some business. I had to go take care of some business. Man, I'm tired. They got me standing on my feet, and I'm just waiting, and I'm waiting. So this lady walks over to me, and she says, baby, she said, my back hurt, my neck hurt, my arms hurt. She said, that's how it is when you get 68. She said, but y'all 35-year-olds. I ain't say a word. She said, but y'all 30, y'all know my spiritual age is 35. I'm not taking it down. So anyway, look, look she said, but y'all 35-year-olds, y'all don't know nothing about that. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, a whole lot of praying. <laughs> but it was just a funny, it was funny. She said she was 68, and she said I was 30, you know. She said, and you, you 35-year-olds, y'all don't know nothing about your back hurting, your neck hurting, your arm hurting, you know. Got a pain over here and an ache over there, and I just smiled. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whose tongue? Yours. Yours. Uh, he calling you in. <laughs> it's time. Yes, Lord. So in Ephesians 6 and 10, 
it says this. Finally, my brethren and sisters, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in who? The Lord. You might as well get it straight now and me. We don't have no strength. It's all in Jesus. Amen. So he says, finally, my brethren, Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Woo, wait a minute. In his rights, privileges, authority, and miracles, this is where I want you to be strong. Lean in on Jesus. Somebody say, believe in the Lord. Rely on, adhere to, trust in, in Jesus. He says, this is what I need you to start doing. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, you're going to tell me you don't see the wiles of the devil out here in this world. Nation against nation, famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places, uh, city against city, uh, wars and rumors of wars. Yes, you do. Uh Uh-huh. He says, listen at this, though. All of that is because of this. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Somebody say, you better get up as a king. All right, now. He says, but wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the what? Somebody say, we in the evil day. But God has given us a solution. Now notice what he says. For everybody in here that want to faint. He says, and having done all to stand, stand. Stand. Look, get up. Get up off your rusty, dusty. Oh, I can't go no further. I can't go no more. I can't take no more. Yes, you can. He said, having done all, what does that mean? Having done all means I have done the declarations. I have prayed and prayed and prayed. I go to church every Sunday. I got my pad. I got my Bible and my pen. I'm taking the notes. I'm doing the declarations. I'm using the name of Jesus Christ. I'm using the blood of Jesus. I have the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. He said, having done all to stand, stand. Keep on doing it. Oh, pastor, when are we going to stop? Uh, never. You live in a fallen world. But thank God for Jesus. Thank him for the word, his name, the power of his blood, the power of the spirit. Look what he says. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. All right, let's get into it. You ready? Because I had to lay the foundation first. You need to know why you need this armor. Okay, there are six pieces to the armor. Let's start with what he said. He said your loins gird about with what? Truth. So that is the belt of truth. Okay? This is the truth of God's word. 
We must be faithful in holding the truth of God's word, and we must allow the truth of his word to hold us. Apply God's word. Listen at this. Apply God's word to our daily lives. Test everything by the truth of God's word. But make sure you apply his word to your living every day. That's your belt of truth. Somebody say, put that on now. He says, then there is the breastplate of righteousness. Every believer is clothed with the righteousness of God. Okay? But we must manifest. Uh Uh-oh. Say, I got it. But I got to manifest it. We must manifest integrity and uprightness. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my Lord. Didn't we just preach all this? I can go home now. But anyway. We must manifest integrity and uprightness in our personal lives. That means behind closed doors. That means in the church, out the church. That means we don't do one thing in the church and do something else on on the outside. Uh Uh-oh. We must manifest integrity and uprightness in our personal lives. A good life is a defense against accusations when our conscience is void of offense towards God and man. The devil has nothing to shoot at. And you want to know, even the Bible said, uh, have peace with all men. And you're not going to stop me. You're not going to stop. I'm going to shake whoever hand I'm going to shake. Because why? I'm a a real Christian. I'm going to love God's people. Because I'm what? A real Christian. Did you hear what I said? And nobody's going to stop me. Did you hear what I said? Because I'm a real Christian. So where are the real Christians? Who's got integrity Behind closed doors and out in the public. Where are the real Christians who have uprightness in their personal lives? What, where are you? So we have the belt of truth. That's the word of God. See, I got it. I got it. So I got to put it on my loins and wear it. See, I have the breastplate of righteousness. Because Jesus Christ is my righteousness. I got to put it on to shield my heart. Uh-oh, uh-oh, got to shield that heart. See, I need the word around my waist. Those are my loins. But I need that breastplate of righteousness up here. Come on, can we go? Can we go? Your feet shored with the preparation of the gospel of peace. See, the gospel is a peaceful gospel. It don't teach you to go out and murder everybody and hate everybody and lie against everybody. The gospel teaches you to be a peaceful person and handle things a different way. What is this? Feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. It is a readiness to go out with the good news of peace. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Lord, don't let them faint. It is a readiness to go out with the good news of peace into enemy territory. You're a king, right? That means on the job on Monday morning, the children's school, your neighborhood, coming to the church. You're supposed to have peace. 
The gospel is supposed to hold you where you're a person of peace. Because you're going to handle everything differently. You're not going to get out there and walk around the abortion clinic with a sign. You're going to find your altar. You ain't going to blow up abortion clinics. You're going to pray. You're going to bind and loose. Y'all ain't hearing nothing. (laughs) Then... A readiness to go out with the good news of peace into enemy's territory, bearing glad tidings and publishing peace. Then we invade the enemy's territory. You know you could do more in peace? What are we going to do? We all screaming, hollering, fighting. What? You ain't going to get nothing done. You're just hollering. You're just shouting over the next person. You're not going to get anything done. Then we got, oh, Lord, I like this one. So on your feet, notice what he said, because it did say that. Your feet showing with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means the gospel should be directing the way I take. And it's a gospel of peace. Oh, did you not know that? Oh, are you hellraisers? Oh, you, I'm going to get them back. No, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. If there's any getting back to be done, God said, I can handle it. I don't need you. Go somewhere and sit down. Y'all understanding me? You know how I always say I don't want to see you on TV. Lo and behold, I'm watching TV a week ago, and I saw a lady that used to go here. I said, what? (laughs) Yes, I did. She was getting a mug shot. And the only thing that could come across my mind was, Lord, I done told KSL. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see you on TV going to jail. Because <laughs> when they call the name, and the reason why I could understand the name is because I had been praying. I wanted to know where was she. Lord, what has happened to her? Is she all right? Look, I thought, this is what I said. I said, well, Lord, by now she ought to be preaching the gospel. She ought to be winning souls to Christ. I promise you that's what I said. God got it wrote down. I said, Lord, what done happened to her? I said, did she get a big ministry? Where is she? I'm sitting up there. And they said, da, 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 da. I said, huh? I turned the TV up loud where I could hear. (laughs) And they said, gone to jail for stabbing somebody. That's all I got to say. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) Always saying something. You understand what I'm saying, baby. Feet, 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 shorn with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means the word ought to be directing my steps. Order my steps, Lord, in the word. In peace. I'm a person of peace. I'm going to handle my business. I'm going to be strong, but it's going to be in peace. Did you know you can be strong and still be in peace? Did you know you can handle your business? When I say I'm going to handle my business, I'm going to handle my business. But it's in peace. Sometimes you don't even know it's coming. He says, and then you need a shield of faith. So when the fire darts of the enemy come, they will hit the shield and fall to the ground. Faith is the firm confidence in the Lord and his word. When temptations come, when temptations come, or circumstances or doubts, faith looks up and says, I believe the Lord Jesus 
Christ. Where's your shield of faith? Faith coming by hearing. Uh-huh. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by what? So are you hearing the word? Are you in the house of the Lord on Sunday? Hearing the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So that means I have a shield. I have faith up. Faith means I believe what God says in his word. So when temptations come, when temptations come, when temptations come or circumstances come or doubts come, my faith begins to look up and say, I believe the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what, I believe the word of God. No matter what, I believe the word of God. No matter what, I believe the word of God. Let's go to the next one, and we'll soon be closed. Is that all right? So you got to have the belt of truth around your loins. You got to have the breastplate of righteousness over your heart. Your feet must be shown with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and you must have the shield of faith. Amen? Then you got to put a helmet on your head. That's your mind. Uh-oh, your, uh-oh. The helmet of salvation. The helmet God provides is salvation, safety, deliverance, healing, and health, preservation, and prosperity. The helmet is assurance of deliverance. Did y'all hear me? So over my mind, when I got that helmet on, I ought to know that I know. It ought, to be, it ought to be dwelling in my mind, drilled in my mind constantly. That salvation, I have it, the helmet of salvation. But it, it means safety, deliverance, healing, and health, preservation, and prosperity. It is the assurance that God will deliver me. That's where your mind got to be. Did y'all hear me? Oh, Lord. Then you got to have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Jesus Christ overcame the devil by using the word of God. We must do the same using the verses that the Holy Spirit gives for that occasion, for that occasion. Three times Jesus quoted the word of God verses that the Holy Spirit gave him. You know what that means, don't you? When you're using the sword of the spirit, you don't just randomly pull out anything. You get the word that goes with your circumstance. That's why when people ask me, say, well, do you have a prayer for this? I say, hold on, let me go find it. I will find it. See, God gives me tools. I've never told you, and I've told you this when I first started in the ministry. I said, God not only speaks to me rhema words, and he deals with me face to face, but he also helps me to find information that I can give to you. Did I not say that? I've never said, oh, all of it comes, you know, oh, great and powerful one, you know. Y'all crazy. I've never said that. No, I'm, I'm so glad. You know, God always shields his people. He really does. And so I told him from the beginning. I said, now, yes, God deals with me in rhema words and out-of-body experiences and visions and dreams, and he speaks to me, but then he also leads me to information to help his people. So you need to be searching the scriptures out. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's how the declarations work. They're always fitting for that year. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Go back over. They're always fitting for that year. So we got to start searching out the word on our circumstances. And a lot of times you get it right up in here. 
a lot of times you get it right up in here. Somebody say the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Now look what it says. Prayer is not mentioned as a part of the armor. Prayer is not mentioned as a part of the armor. But we know it is the atmosphere we must live in. Prayer should be continual. We should use all kinds of prayer. What does that mean? Private prayer, supplication and intercession, confession and prayers of, humi- of humbleness. Praise prayers, thanksgiving prayers. Prayer should be in the spirit. Well, what does that mean? That is inspired and led by the Holy Spirit. That means the Lord will lead you to the word that you need for your circumstance. Now, the best way to do this is when you get up in the morning, you can put this armor on. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. Let me show you how you can do it. All right? Like some people can put on makeup in in three minutes. Okay. (laughs) I'm serious. That's what they say. I don't know. All right. So this is what you can do. And we're soon, we're fixing the clothes. You can get up in the morning. You can do this going down the street. Or you can turn back on SoundCloud, however, I don't know. But anyway, you can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this day that you've allowed me to see. Lord, I love you. I confess you as my God today. I thank you for your shed blood at Calvary for all of my sins, Lord. I just thank you because I receive you as my Lamb of God, and I receive your blood for the forgiveness of all my sins today. And, Father, I just thank you that right now, because of Jesus Christ, I have on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, My feet are shorn with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I have on the helmet of salvation. I have the sword of the spirit. And Lord, I thank you that I pray all prayers by the leading of the spirit. You do that in faith. Guess what? The Lord's going to answer your prayer. And it wouldn't hurt to go back and study the armor. What would that hurt? What would that hurt? Do you want to be successful or not? This is how we're going to do it. There is no other way. We don't have any other way. How can we be successful out beyond the word? That's what I want to ask you. Because, see, you don't like me to use that word. But I'm going to use that word. Because that's the word the Holy Ghost gave me. Keys to successful living. And in December, I'm going to give you the history of this ministry. I'm going to give you the, 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 the vision, the message, and the position. This is at the end of the year. Because it, it is God that started this ministry. This is a God-started ministry. And it was started out of a need. And the need was, here's here's just a little bit of the history. It was a need for people coming out of spiritual bankruptcy into spiritual wealth. Because if we're going to be wealthy, it starts in the spirit. Well, what's spiritual? The word of God, the name of Jesus, 
the blood of Jesus, salvation, what Jesus has done for us, what he's conquered. See, you're here for a reason. It's to raise you up spiritually so you can be successful out there. This is what this ministry was put here for. And yes, occasionally there's healing and deliverance and prophecy and vision and dreams. I don't know. He just, it's just in there. And, and when I go so high, it start coming out. Hey, bye, 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 shy. And I'm not going to quench the spirit. Never have. Never will. What I told you, if I have to leave out of this building and go up under a tree, I meant that. I was two seconds from doing it. But the Lord said, no. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Saints, the word works. The armor works. It works. All this hatred and division and you screaming at your husband and your husband screaming, you better sit yourself down. Tell me you got the Holy Ghost. Go back to the altar and ask the Lord to get that up out of you because that ain't Jesus. I said, that's not the Jesus way. Bye, 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 Shai. And I thank the Lord for the word today.